Founded in 1440, Eton is the establishment school par excellence and one based on a cult of success. Former pupils, whilst Burgess was there, included the then Viceroy of India, the King of Siam, the Lord Chancellor, Speaker of the House of Commons, Chief Commissioner of Police, Lord Mayor of London, Director of the National Gallery, Governor of the Bank of England, Editor of the Times, Chairman of the BBC, plus over a hundred members of Parliament. The school that he entered in January 1924 had over a thousand boys, divided between twenty-six houses, and must have appeared daunting to a boy not yet thirteen. His own house of about forty boys, at seven Jordelais Place, was a large ivy-covered Queen Anne house and included several new boys from Lockers Park, including a young Irish boy, Dermot McGilly Cuddy of the Reeks, who was to become a close friend. It was run by a mathematician, Frank Dobbs, a quiet, amusing, tall, red-faced man with a hook nose and moustache, who was then in his late forties and the author of a well-known arithmetic book for schools. Burgess had his own study bedroom, with a bed folded against the wall by day and pulled down by a maid just before evening prayers, a bureau, a washstand and a Windsor chair. He rose at 6.45am and the school day began at 7.30am, followed by breakfast at 8.20am, and the last class was at 5pm, with three afternoons a week devoted to sport. As a junior boy, he was required to fag for older boys, cleaning, cooking and running errands. A picture of Eton, only a few years earlier, can be found in Cyril Connolly's memoir of Arrested Development, Enemies of Promise. Connolly was to write that all his contemporaries were broken under the strain of beatings at night and bullying by day. All we could hope for was to achieve peace with seniority and then become disciplinarians in our turn. Burgess coped with the hierarchies of boarding school life with a mixture of offhand bravado, charm, humour and apparent conformity. But the seeds of his rebellion against authority were already being sown. The school was divided into classes or divisions, through which one progressed on intellectual merit until one reached the heights of Division I. Burgess began in Division 27 and quickly flourished academically, being awarded W.T. Webb's edition of Lays of Ancient Rome for a first-class result in trials in April and being runner-up for the Geoffrey Gunter Memorial Prize for Art the same month. The following term he moved up to Division 26, where a highlight of the summer term was the visit of King George V and Queen Mary to the College Chapel. His Eton career had begun well. But then tragedy was to strike. On the night of the 15th of September, he was later to recount, he was woken by anguished cries coming from his parents' bedroom. When he went to investigate, he found his mother trapped by her husband, who had died of a heart attack in the course of making love, and the young boy had to separate the two bodies. Malcolm was just 43. It was an experience that Burgess later claimed had determined his homosexuality, but which he told to very few people. His brother Nigel had never heard such an account, nor did it figure in his KGB debriefings. In any case, Evelyn was a fit young woman and her husband of average weight. Whatever the truth, and Burgess was a fantasist from an early age, 
The suddenness of Malcolm's death, described as being caused by atheroma of the aorta and valvular disease of the aortic valve, was devastating for his family, and not least for a boy of thirteen. A week later, Burgess returned to Eton, still in shock from his father's death. But he was.